Welcome to the Good But Not Great podcast. It's your home for humor, information, and chop busting. I'm Kenny. Well, I'm the other chop buster, James, and welcome to our Not So Great podcast. We are your Not So Great host. Glad you're here. So thankful, Kenny. This is number 16, isn't it? 16, 17, 16? Uh, Which one is it? 17? It's 17. Is it really? Did I say 16? Podcasts. I think I said 16. Maybe I said 16. I We've know. got 17 in the bank. Uh, after this this will, Yeah, this yeah. will be 17. Yeah. So, hey, I appreciate everybody joining. We don't say this enough, but man, if you guys are taking the time out of your day, we know you're busy, you know, you got a lot of stuff going on, you're taking the time to listen to this podcast, we really appreciate it. It means a lot to us. All right, so I got a question for you. I have an answer. When is your your oldest son drives? Yes, and my youngest one is in driver's ed as we speak. Driver's ed, how's that going? I don't know. I don't take him. He's actually going. It's not like online or anything. No, no. He's we we decided um, years ago we went skiing, and we taught our oldest son to ski. And then realized it was worth every dime spent because we put our youngest son in ski school, dropped him off, came back and picked him up, and we weren't all mad at each other. So we figured that's probably the best way to do it. We put them both in in driving school. It's just better if we don't have the the dramatics that go along with that. Pay the money. Pay the money, man. Get it done. We we did online. We did our driving school online, which is basically you pay $70 – they fill out all this questionnaire. They read this stuff. They take a test, and then you tell the state that you drove them for seven jabillion hours to help them learn. Which there's that probably didn't happen, but we did drive quite a bit, and then you get to go do the thing. So this is kind of like Bible college when we took Old Testament and we were required to read the entire Old Testament. Yes, and everybody just lied. Okay, I did not did, lie. Did you read the whole thing? No, no. You didn't lie. No, I didn't lie. All these people lie. I didn't. I didn't either. But, <laughs> but. Oh well, me, let me quali- neither. <laughs> let me qualify this. If we define reading as actually holding the book and reading it, or mm. listening to the audio, yeah, I did listen to the entire audio. Yeah, that's that's the same as reading, right? Yeah, that's Gina's only B. Because she she, she said, told the truth yeah, that she didn't true. read the entire Old Testament. It's the Man, only beat she I remember made all it. these guys were just lying like crazy, and I'm like, uh, I just told the instructor. I yeah. said, I listened to it. I listened to the uh, the audio of it. Yeah, and he gave me a modified grade on it. So if she would have just you know bent the truth a little bit, she would have graduated summa cum liar is what she would have graduated. <laughs> 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 but she told the truth, so she's summa cum honest. Gina, the one B. summa cum liar. But she she was honest. Really, so that's her only it's B. It's her only B oh, in geez. four years. And uh, uh, she got, I think, one B in her master's as well. I don't remember what that was in. Uh, so anyway. That girl, really, she's amazing. So, uh, hey. Um, you married so far over your head. Oh, this, there's no doubt about that. That was your only B, too, but yeah. coming the other way, right? Yeah. <laughs> Marrying Gina was my only A. It's the only A I made in my entire life. Your only B, yeah, I was, was her was her only B, but yours was coming from a C. Yeah, I I did not. Yeah. Anyway, all right, we want to talk about cars and technology, or just cars and life and stuff like that. We have so, cars. Yeah, we have cars. We've both gone through the interesting little bit of purchasing cars lately as yeah. well. So we may talk a little bit about that and yeah, how the experiences went. Uh, so, question: uh, You just went through that. What was your what was your experience with car salesmen? Kind of ex- run the gambit of that. What was your experience with various? You know, ones? the last couple of cars that we've purchased, we've had a really good experience. Yeah, with the guys. Um, there's a place over in Stillwater. We we had no problem with them, and both places were real big on no pressure. So they, yeah. and they really weren't. Now this time, it was really a good experience until we got to the hey, we're going to fill out the paperwork. And the lady started this high-pressure sales on the warranty stuff. Ah. Like, she was not going to let us get out of that buying this extra warranty. So you're in the finance office. Yes. And they're trying to get you to sign off on this warranty. Yeah. 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 And I was like, uh, this has a warranty. Like, that's the reason we're buying this car. It's yeah. got 34,000 miles yeah. and a warranty. Yeah. No. And so she's like, you mean to tell me? I, just, I mean, it, and it was 10 o'clock at night. I, I was missing the national championship. I was yeah. already a little bit, you know, 
cranky at this point, yeah. let's say. And I was trying to be gracious to her, but she finally ticked me off. And Jamie's over there grabbing my leg, you know, like, like seriously, calm and, down. Yeah, and I was like, hey, listen, you guys pride yourself on no pressure, and now you're pressuring us for this um, warranty. I said, does the owner? Does he own part of this warranty company? Well, yeah. Yeah. They make heavy profit on this one. There you have it. Like, I mean, come on, back off. Yeah. So finally, I was like, I need you to know, we are at the upper end already on payments. Whenever we talk to the salesman, this was how much we're willing to spend. We're already at our upper end. We're not adding $80 more so that you can have peace of mind. I don't care about your peace of mind. Yeah. Fill it out. Get us out of here. We, we did the same thing. I'd kind of done some research on that, so I kind of went in ready with my no. I didn't. And uh, and so I, should have I, I told the guy no, and he was like, really? You tell he's kind of surprised that I said no to it. And I said, no. Um, he said, do you not normally buy warranties and stuff like that? I said, no, I've bought warranties yeah. before. And he says, he says I was like, am I, am I doing that bad of a job? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, no, I just decided I wasn't going to buy a warranty. I thought I'm, I'm fine with the warranty it comes with, and and I want to do it. So anyway, so but but I kind of looked at that, looked that up um, as far as like uh, um, things to watch out for. Yeah, and I found this article, one of them that I actually looked up before, and that was number seven on the list of seven uh. things: the trip back to the office. And it says, the finance manager is one of the most skilled people at the dealership. Uh, he'll have I you pile on a bunch of extras that you don't need. Uh. It's, um, so basically, this thing gives us seven things. Your strategy is know what you want before, you, before going to the dealership and stick to your mission. So I'm going to list off some of these, and you tell me if you experienced any of these. Okay. Okay. So I wish I'd known about that one, but I was yeah. already, I'd already like, we yeah. bought the gap insurance. Yeah. What's That's the gap insurance? Gap insurance in case. So if you're upside down or whatever, it pays it completely oh, okay, off. Gotcha, no matter what, gotcha. yeah. it pays off the full amount of the loan. Yeah, so. gotcha. Okay, so number one is called playing out the clock. Okay, so some car salesmen use time as a tool. They'll draw out the process until you're tired and hungry, which weakens you. So I've read this on multiple sources. I experienced that. So they try to keep you there as long yeah. as you can. Now, it is a statistical thing that it, people that stay at a dealership for this many are this much more likely to buy. So it's just a process of a car salesman knows his chances of getting a sale increases the longer he keeps you at the right. dealership. Right. Um, and so uh, the so it says your strategy is set the pace by saying something like, I'm here for a test drive. Tomorrow I'll come back and talk numbers. Well, we did do that. Yeah. We didn't do like we came back later. Yes. Like, hey, now I want to get this. Not right buying today. I'm just looking. I'm just test driving yeah. today. We'll see if we uh, like it. Got a lot of dealerships or dollar, a lot of cars see I want to look at. Yeah. Okay, number two, psychological profiling. Car salesmen are specifically trained in how to persuade people. You'll want to understand not only what you want, but your weak spot. Some will play uh, to psychological profiling to accelerate accelerate the sales process. When they start asking questions, these are questions from a script and get them to where they are trained to be. How much are you looking to spend per month? Stuff yeah. like that. And uh, I responded, none of your business. Yes. Yeah. That's none of your business. Yeah, I don't know. That's, That's between I don't me talk and her. That. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to discuss that with you. I'm not married to you. Did they ask that kind of he thing? He did. Yeah. And the minute I said that, he was like, he backed way off. Yeah. Like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not telling you that. I'm like, that's between me and her. It's yeah. none of your business. I, um, I had only one person ask me that. Mm-hmm. Of all the dealerships we went to, we went to a lot. <laughs> um, and, and I said, hey, I don't want to, I'm not going to discuss my payment option. That's not mm-hmm. how I'm promise you. I'm not going to approach this. We want to know how much we're going to spend for the car yeah. and how much you want to give us for ours. That's the two numbers we want to discuss. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's ultimately he, and he, and they don't want to discuss that. They no, really want to talk. They about prefer the payments. payments yeah. yeah. So it says your strategy, break down the purchase process into stages and focus on only one at a time. Choose the car you want, equip it with you want, you want, then negotiate price. price. Oh, really? Make sure you get the car you want exactly how you want it, and then you just start to discuss. Um, I was totally price. backwards. The first yeah. thing I ask is how much you want for this car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we <laughs> how much you want for that one? Now, oh, you want that much? How much for that one? The, it really depends on how you're kind of approaching that uh, approaching that. Sta- uh, I was stuff. like, so, if it's too much, I'm, not, I'm gonna look at another car. Okay, I like that car right there. How much is it? How much is it? Yeah, but you're kind of saying that's I'm okay mm-hmm. with that car and what's in it. I was wanting to know if if the type of car we were looking at was within our range. Yeah, 
for example. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean by that? Well, we're looking at Toyota 4Runner. Yeah, yeah. And I have a Toyota FJ Cruiser, and so I was like, I don't know. You know, some of these Toyotas are really hold their value. Like the FJ Cruisers, man, you can sell – I can sell mine – now more for more than what I bought it for, yes, and yeah. I've put twenty, you know, probably forty thousand miles on it. So yeah, I'll give you one more, and then we'll skip off this thing. It's called the Ben Franklin clothes. This is he says this one is a classic. Here's how it works: the salesman draws a line down the middle of a piece of paper, listing reasons to buy the car on oh, one yeah. side and reasons not to buy the car on the other side. He says, "quote In the sales world, we help them with the good reasons." Um, anyway, obviously don't put as many anyway. Uh, okay. So Ben Franklin is said to have used this approach to make important decisions. It is really kind of manipulative says anyway, and how they're doing this. So really here's your strategy. I love, this is my favorite one of all the strategies, your strategy. The best way to diffuse this tactic is to name it. Say, are you Ben Franklin me? That's the Ben Franklin close. (laughs) Seaman says, if you ever want an awkward moment with the salesperson, just name their clothes. Oh, that's awesome. Just say exactly what. That's the like another one's called the porcupine clothes, the impending event clothes. Oh, I want to know these. Na- I wish I'd known these uh, uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are you porcupine in me? Are you <laughs> Are you Ben Franklin in me now? You jump from the porcupine to the Ben Franklin? Oh, uh, way the, to go. He's, I just like the idea of you want to create an awkward moment. Oh, I love it. Name their clothes. Like, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know what you're doing, dude. Come on. Yeah, don't Ben Franklin me. <laughs> Put the paper up. Don't draw don't But yeah, draw we've, we kind of both went through that process. That's and kind of, awesome. Kind of be fun. Okay, any, uh, I was thinking about like, we've got teenagers that are driving. They've obviously had some moments that are, they yeah. would find laughable. Yeah. That probably they haven't always shared with us those things. But oh, what? Wh- the, one of the best ones we have, and I'm totally going to share it, and yeah. I haven't asked my son's permission for this at all, but I had had to leave town, um, uh, going to a funeral, and uh, going to Missouri for a funeral, get a phone call, uh, Dad, and it's Riley's phone, I'm like, hey, buddy, and uh, there's a, yeah, sorry, sir, this is Officer So-and-so with the Cushing Police Department, I was like, well, hello, Officer So-and-so, why do you have my son's phone? He goes, well, uh, your son was out here doing donuts in the parking lot and at the youth center. And and so I was like, you have to call his mom. (laughs) (laughs) You totally dished him. I'm on my way out of town. So (laughs) she gets the same phone call. What happened was he goes, him and his buddy decided to go out and film themselves doing donuts in the you know, where they play baseball, the sports complex, yeah, yeah, yeah. parking lot. At first, first it says sports complex. I'm thinking they're doing donuts on the baseball field. Yes, I'm thinking, yeah. oh, brother. So and so, yeah. And, but no, they were in the parking lot doing donuts. They're just, and you can't see that from anywhere around. You can't see that parking lot except for this tower that overlooks it. And there just so happened to be two guys working on the top of that tower, watching the boys filming themselves doing burnouts and doing oh donuts all over. And they called the police, said, "Hey, there's some kids out here doing donuts." It was great. <laughs> so Jamie said she pulled up, and they're just like, oh. and on video, yeah, on video, yeah. like, yeah, can't deny that one. And there was three boys involved in this, and he said, "Ma'am, I can either let your son go on his own recognizance." And you deal with him, or I can hold them here until you get here. Ah, yeah. One of the dads had just sent him home. Yeah. And Jamie's like, oh, no. Oh, I'll be up there in a minute. <laughs> just he's 16 years old, just got started driving, man. It was it was great. Yeah. I can either it let them great. go. No. No. Stay there. I don't I'll know what there. the next option is. And whatever the option two is, we'll take A, B, <laughs> one, that option, the yeah. first one. Roman numeral I. <laughs> My uh, uncle, Trent. Mm-hmm. Uh, who has been involved in uh, different aspects of police work and stuff, sheriff's department. Law enforcement. Yeah, different things. He tells the story of of having to arrest this kid. I don't remember what for. Bring him into the police station. And he's like, hey, we're going to have to call your dad. And he's like, please, no, don't call my dad. <laughs> just put me in jail. He really was. Arrest me. Can I just stay the night? Can, can I, I just, just, can the yeah. punishment be me being in jail for a night or two? Right. I, don't call my dad. That is awesome. And they're like, no, we got to call his dad. He's begging him. Please. He's crying. Please, Please don't, don't call, call my dad. dad. No. And he said, and when his dad got here, 
Like I realized. Yeah. Like you felt bad for the You're kid. Like, like I should have just oh, put him in jail. Man. I wish I, I, I got to put you in jail, yeah, man. You, you want a parent that's kind of hold their kid yeah. accountable. But occasionally, you said it's just like, oh, oh. he's going to have a rough day. So yeah. He's gonna this is going to be days. bad. I may be. I may be called out on domestic abuse after this. Well, you know, I would make fun of my son or really like, you know, I'm telling that story about him and he's going to be listening to this and, and, uh, I'd say, you know, it's just so, so stupid. What are you yeah. thinking? But I'm the guy who got a brand new souped up Corvette engine in my 57 Chevy pickup. And the very first night out in that engine, downtown Branson, Missouri. And wait, you have a Corvette engine in your pickup 57 truck. Chevy pickup. Yeah. And so, is that normal? Is that a normal thing? Well, I just no, I just happened onto a really good. It's old three. It, what the, they are they call the three and a quarter, three fifty, three twenty five, three fifty. It's just got the. It's got what they call a double bumper head on. It's got two hundred two valves, basically. What it is one ninety four valve, two hundred two valves, three fifty with big valves, more horsepower. You, you keep talking like that. I'm just going to keep nodding my head yeah. like I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah. And so oh, anyway, sure, sure. Well, I didn't know. I didn't. How know. do you happen upon a Corvette well, engine? <laughs> That's a whole nother interesting story. <laughs> you say that. You say that like no, somebody I'm, left a no. A, I'm not. This is a basketball. The, this, is, this is the kind of stuff. So yeah. I blew the original six cylinder up in the in the engine. My dad okay. to this day swears that I did it on purpose. On purpose. Swears I did yeah. it on purpose. I wanted a V eight bigger engine. And so I had a, a friend whose grandpa had an old, um, just an old nasty Chevy truck. That the sides were completely rusted out. Missouri, you know, these Solomon Road stuff, so the sides yeah. are rusted out, and he would use it to feed his his cattle out of. And I just thought he had an old 350 in there. And so I bought the truck off of him for $200. A whole thing, I'm gonna take the engine out and stick it in mine. Well, the mechanics that were helping me were family friends, and they pulled it out. They were like, What where did this come from? Yeah. And I'm like, what? And they're like, I bet that's Rod's old engine. I'm like, what? And my friend had had this souped-up Camaro, and his brother went out. His little brother went Camaro out. or Corvette? Souped-up Camaro. Had okay. this Corvette engine. It had souped okay. up, they, they, were, they called Corvette, Corvette engines. They were just the – like today you get an LS1. That's a Corvette engine, but it's in everything. It's okay. not necessarily okay, gotcha. just for Corvette. Gotcha. So. Okay. It's all becoming clear yeah. now. And so his brother had snuck out at night. Stole his car, was like 14 years old, went out joyride and drove it off into a pond and died. Oh my gosh, this took a dark And turn. so, yeah. <laughs> so he said, I'll never have anything to do with that again. With what? With that, that race car he had, the oh, okay. engine. I'll never have anything to do with that again. Like okay. if my little brother died, then I'll never have anything oh, to do that awful. again. And so his grandpa was like, What's in that old car out there? <laughs> still in the pond. Yeah. No, it wasn't still in the pond. So he pulls it out and just sticks it in his old farm. He's been feeding with this, uh, okay. this souped-up engine. You are blah, 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 He's out there oh feeding cows. And it's got this big lope on it. And and so uh, they needed some construction work done around their shop. And they said, we'll help you kind of soup this thing up if you'll do some stuff for us. And kind of trade it out. And they helped. And I ended up with a lot more than what I'd bargained for and a lot more than what I deserve. But yeah, it was pretty cool. That story had more twists and turns than like a soap opera. That was like general hospital relationships. So-and-so used to date Bobby. And I said all that to say, this is going to be really a letdown now. Well, that wasn't the point of the story. It was not the point of the oh, story. Oh man, that was just background. That was I that had nothing uh, to do with what I'm saying. So the very first To make night, a long story longer. The very first night I had this out. So this is well, I can't make fun of my child for doing donuts and getting caught. The very first night out, I'm downtown Branson. I'm fixing to turn up the hill from the lakefront, and I'm like, I can't take it anymore. The engine's going, blah, 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 blah. He's just begging me to get on it. Ah. So I just smoke the tires. I just unload on it. First, second, second gear, I'm still sideways going up the hill. When I catch out of my peripheral vision, the, the police lights are already on. Mm. Like all I can see is through smoke, police lights. So I pull let <laughs> off and pull into a parking spot. He was he was sitting right behind me. So he was parked behind me, like pulled up the stop sign behind me. And I just I never even thought about looking at my rearview mirror and being like, what if there's a cop back there before I do this yeah, yeah, wild, should, nasty around. burnout? And uh, yeah, so I can't really make fun of him. Mm. <laughs> I opened up our little recording device and I thought after that long story, I was wondering how far into it we were. <laughs> 
Sorry. Like, you, you, but hey, you to, can clip that story. To your credit, man, I asked sorry. those questions. You did. I, I asked where the vet yeah, engine came from. Yeah, it was. It, and how I'm it was sorry. in a Camaro. That's I know. on it me. Took a bad it really turn. is on me. I know. And then somebody died by the end of it. I know. It's a it's a terrible story. And I felt bad to even enjoy the story. I, know. I wish we hadn't gone there. So maybe we should just cut this story. Oh, my this goodness. Is, yeah, this is not. I was thinking is, maybe I forgot to push record. This is not. I didn't. This is not one of Daniel's enjoyable hillbilly stories. No, that's. It's a hillbilly story that dark turn yeah it was a very convoluted yeah, family tree of engine. To, i was trying yeah. to avoid all of it's that very but, hillbilly but thank you for dragging it out of me so <laughs> yeah that's that's all right and then i gotta say i did everything i could to avoid that part of the story but no you had to bring it out when when you start describing that engine and you use like 202 twin v no and the word vowels. pack and I'm out. I'm just like, oh, time yeah, to nod my head and act like I know what you're like, talking yeah. about. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Stop talking. Just nod your head, Kenny. Honestly, I didn't know a lot of that either. Those guys explained that to me. So, you know, I. Uh, you do now. It, I hear you. I hear you use that language before. I can use it. It yeah. doesn't mean I actually know what it completely is. So. <laughs> All right. Hey, okay. I asked you this earlier. Any You ever remember, okay, not Rex. We don't want to get morbid. You ever remember injuring yourself in relation to a vehicle? <laughs> Okay. Do you remember an injury well, where it wasn't like a wreck? It was just like somehow you injure yourself yeah. in connected in connection to a vehicle. Okay, so this that? same vehicle, it had the, car, the, the truck with the Corvette. The truck. The in in those fifty sevens, you turn the key on, and the starter was under the gas pedal. So beside the gas pedal, you would push the button with your foot, and it would start it, and you can use the gas. So when we put the bigger engine in there, that's not going to work, obviously. So we put a little chrome button in the middle of the dash. So you turn the key on, push that button, and I was the original push button start. Like, hey, hey, so you getting paid? Little chrome button, you making all the money no, now? Not any. So um, this is why this was not was not a great idea. Yeah. I was painting the inside of my truck, and so you know, if you're working inside the truck, getting ready to paint, I got the seats out. And I've got everything taping it off. And, of course, you have to have the radio on. Yeah. So I've got the radio on. My dad had just put new fences around his corral where his you know, prize horses are. Yeah. And not where my junkie horses are, where his, you know, his prize possessions are. The, the special, special ones, ones that you couldn't touch. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I was leaning. I was facing the back window, leaning back, and I hit the start button. Mm. Because that engine, and it was in gear, because that engine is what it is, and yeah. most cars would like lunge forward and not start. No, this one started and took off. Oh, my goodness. And only to take off, by the time I turned around, it had driven through not one, but two fences. <laughs> and I, the second one I hit, I hit my head on the, on the, on the metal dash. But big old bruise on my forehead. But no horses were killed during No this. horses there's were there's killed no during the, in this story. No, there's no. <laughs> Because that would be your death, I would imagine. No. Oh, your, your dad oh man. Have. Yeah, and, and it's like, you can't explain when your truck's sitting through the second fence drove horse. through. It's like, <laughs> it's on me, Dad. How did that happen? It's on me. Okay, I got one. So, <laughs> you know, I in college, I had a Camaro. And this Camaro was about a $400 car. Yeah. And I, I sold a $600 car to get this $400 car. <laughs> Because that was the smart move, <laughs> because I thought the Camaro was cooler than my, uh, uh, um, oh, whatever, the other grocery getter I had before that. Can I just say, I was hoping that we would talk about the Camaro. Okay, I was, is, I'd already turned my mind. I wasn't going to bring it up. This is a story not yeah. a lot of people know about. So the Camaro wouldn't go into park. And because it wouldn't go into park way before I even got it. The lever would move to park. Yeah, maybe so. But there was know. no park there. <laughs> but it the, wouldn't hold itself. The emergency brake was non-existent because <laughs> it had been probably used, used too, many times. too many times. So that means I had to chalk the car, chalk the tires. Yeah. If For I those got of out, you don't know, chalking the tires is sticking something underneath the tire. Yes. And it was everything from a big block of wood to a commodity-sized salon selective shampoo bottle Yes. to the center console that I ripped out one time because I realized I was on a hill and I had no way to get... Anyway. Yeah, you're holding your brake on a hill. You you realize you couldn't find your salon selective bottle. Yes, or a stick of wood. So your option, this is... People need to know this about you. Your option was... I had I'll no tear other the, option. No, you had options. I did not no, have an you, option. You had options. What was my other Drive option? Drive somewhere else. No. Remember, I had the teeth missing on the flywheel. I tried that. 
It wouldn't start. It was just I forgot Wee! about that. You had to get out and grab a hold of the fan blade and it turn it. it so the flywheel would engage again. Yes. I forgot all about so that. So I'm stuck on a hill. Yeah. No way to start. I, I can't start it. You can't drive off. I can't take my foot off. The, I can't even take my foot off the brake. <laughs> so your option is. I got to find something quick to start. Rip the console out of the, the middle. I rip the console out of the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I shove it underneath the tire. So I could go and turn the flywheel and do this. Somebody, somebody somewhere had to have been watching this. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. That's the dumbest guy. A policeman I've ever seen should in my have life. come over and said, I need to call your parents. Yes, ma'am. I, do you, you want me to let him go? <laughs> or do you want me to wait until you get here? Because I don't think this is a safe thing. Anyway, so I'm at home. We had a slanted driveway that dri- slanted down to the road. I want to I want to wash this hump of hunk of junk. So I can look spe- more special. Yeah, it didn't have a lot of paint on it, by it, the way. Yeah, yeah. And so, so anyway, I chalk the I chalk the tire. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I can't even say I can't believe I did this. <laughs> so ridiculous. I cannot believe that people people can't even imagine that you could drive a car. You would drive a car with no park, no way to actually hold oh, it. Oh, there's in so place. many layers yeah. to danger to that car. Wow. So I'm washing this car. Okay, now let me tell you the other thing about this car, just so you know the model of this Camaro. There are some doors, you know, when you have a two-door and it's a long door on those sports cars, those old sports cars, they're heavy. And some of them might have metal trim around the top of the the window of that door. Right. The Camaro did not have that metal trim. Just glass. Just glass. So it came in, hit this kind of foam rubber type thing. Anyway, so... I'm walking around. I'm I'm walking around the car driving it. I gotta not laugh. I want people to hear this. If only we we, we really need to find some pictures of this this thing to put up. If there was a videotape of this happening, it would be the funniest thing. It would go viral. We would be viral on on YouTube. I'm walking past the back driver's side tire where I had it chalked. As I'm walking past, I accidentally kicked the block. Windows are up because you're washing it. Yeah, windows are up because I'm washing it. And I'm, oh crap, I'm reaching out, trying to, with my hands, grab something. Oh my God. So I can keep this thing from rolling into the street, not knowing if some, a car was going to come by or anything. As I'm gr- trying to grab something to stop the car from going down the hill into the street. And it's a fairly busy street. My finger slides oh, between no. the, the the window, the window and, the and rubber the, seal and the rubber seal. Oh, and you're gets stuck. stuck. <laughs> <laughs> my finger gets stuck. Oh my goodness. My 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 uh uh, My gut reaction is still to try to keep it, it from stop stopping car. it. I, I should stop. Now get my finger out. No, I just stop the car. So I kind of try to do both. <laughs> but, but basically what ends up happening is my car drags me into the street. <laughs> Dragged you into the danger that it's I going I am into. now possibly going to be in between my car and another car that hits me. <laughs> and no way to remove yourself. No way to remove myself. Oh, this is great. It goes into the street. And then I realize, oh, crud. The other bad thing that happens is... If a car isn't coming, now my car is plowing towards the house on the other side of the street, whether it's a car in the driveway or a mailbox or anything, and I'm there with it. I can't say how did that happen. I know how it happened. I'm stuck to the car right now. And it goes up into the across the street people's yard. So so I'm like, oh, crap. I hope they don't see that I just my car just rolled up into their front yard. <laughs> I quickly open the door because now it's stopped. Yeah. No car hit us. I jump in. I try to start it. Whee! <laughs> I mean, it's like an alarm going off. <laughs> I have to get out of the car. Uh, open the hood. Open the hood. Turn the flywheel. While your car is sitting in your neighbor's yard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And not a good car. Go back in, start it, go back around, (laughs) 
shut the hood, turn, pull in, and I immediately run inside with a throbbing finger. My finger is pulsing with my blood pressure. I cannot imagine why. And try to get inside and just act like nothing happened. I didn't do anything. Like, I don't know. What nobody happened? came what out. About? So, like, I don't know if they're, yeah. It no was, harm, no foul. There was no, there was no. Uh, <laughs> tracks you, in there. Did you leave ruts? No, no ruts there was no there. ruts. I got you. But it still was like, is there any chance I got back in this house? <laughs> I mean, there's still soap all over this vehicle. Uh, I don't care. It. I'm not renting I don't it. care. We're done. <laughs> that might have been the last time I washed that vehicle. Like, yeah. It might have not ever been washed again. You could have actually bought legitimate wheel chocks for probably $5 in that day. I didn't even know. I wouldn't even have thought of that. Yeah. That like fold up out of the way and then you, you know, legit. Thank you. Real. Like that, that what people don't realize is those, those commandos had great big doors. And so if you're facing uphill, you would have to open the door, prop it open with your foot and like try to slide, slide whatever object you had up under the tire. Back behind me, back behind me. Well, if it's facing forward, you had to slide it on the front tire. Now I always knew which way I needed to lean. I knew which car, which way my car could lean. Face forward. Yeah, I need to be. Yeah, oh, man. I got other stories involving that, but I won't. I won't tell them. But that's probably uh, the one. Like that wasn't a. That was just sheer yeah. stupidity that I even had a. a well, the only other like incident that. that I had was I uh, skipped school. So I was going to skip school, and so um, took off. Had a Monte Carlo. And um, went to Springfield to go to Bass Pro Shop. So this was my skip school. Me and my buddy, we get to school. We're in the parking lot. Hey, you want to go Bass Pro? Yeah, I'd like to. Don't even think twice. Just get in the car and leave. I'm not going to go to school. Go to yeah. Bass Pro Shop. Just do it. Walk all around, have a great day. We pull out of Bass Pro and we're hey, let's get something to eat. We're going to pull into uh, Long John Silver, grab a bite to eat. This van pulls face-to-face with us. A full Chevy van pulls face-to-face. Yeah. We can't see around him. He starts waving us across, and I'm thinking he's looked in his mirror. He knows it's clear, so what do I do? I pull across. Mm. About that time, this lady pulls out from around him and gasses it and just plows the front end, spins us completely around. I'm like, what happened? Oh, my goodness. And I look, and she's getting out of the car, and she's about 13 and a half months pregnant. Oh, my gosh. I know that's not actual. I yes. mean, but I'm just telling you, she, she was, was like, I was like, she looked full term. We're going to have a, we just had a, a wreck, and oh she's going to have a goodness. baby right here on the, yeah. like, I, or I've endangered the, I'm, what yeah. happened? I pulled yeah. out in front of the lady. So the officer gets there. He's like, man. Can you drive your car? Yeah, to crowbar uh, the tire tool and bend, the, bend it up off the tire. Yeah, it works just fine. It'll be fine. So my front fender's crunched. That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> so but you're supposed to be at school. Yeah. And so he says, no, you both, you're both in the wrong. I'm not going to ticket anybody. No problem. So I'm yeah. thinking, well, there's that. Yeah. So I'm heading home, drop off my friend at school, head on home. As I'm pulling down our road, here comes my dad. <laughs> and I'm like... He waves me down. I stop. He can't see the other fender where it's mm, mm. damaged. And I'm like, hey. He goes, hey, we're going to your grandma's. Get in. Uh, follow, turn around follow me, grandma's, and, and uh, we're going to eat dinner over there. I'm like, uh, why don't you come back to the house and get me? I don't come back to the house and get you. Just follow me to your grandma's, and then we'll get something to eat. I'm like, no, just come back to the Just turn around come back to the house and get me. And he's like, why do you want me to come get you? And about that time, he, his head perks up, and he sees the fender, and he's like, I'll follow you. <laughs> get back to the house, and he's like, what happened? I'm like, well, someone hit me and, you know, tore fender. He goes, man, how did they do that in the school parking lot? And I'm like, well, <laughs> wasn't exactly in the school parking lot. Would you do it on the way home? No, it was, it was on the way to Long John Silver's. There's no Long John Silver's in Branson. <laughs> I know. It was after we pulled out of Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> Be sure, everybody, that your sins will find you out. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, that was all you needed to do. All you needed to do was just come back. Yeah, as long as there wasn't a wreck. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're golden. I can't. We had done it before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we 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 knew that. Minus the wreck, it was completely achievable. Far more successfully than you did at that time. Completely achievable. All right. So I'm reading uh, Forbes.com. I like to read Forbes.com. Uh, and it tells us that Forbes how, and Entrepreneur, those are your two. This this uh, Science Daily. How feds have spied on connected cars for 15 years. 
So this is just the ongoing. It says the rapid spread of connected devices that can listen and locate has been a boon for law enforcement. Any new technology hooked up to uh, the web has the potential to become a surveillance device, even if its original purpose was benign, as shown in a 2016 Arkansas murder investigation where Amazon was asked to hand over audio from a suspect's echo. So so this idea is just talking about how we're, you know, being listened to and spied on and how that 1984 is real. Big brother is listening. I'm telling you. So here's my question. Based on that article, what would it take? For you just to decide, I'm just going to buy an old car. Yeah. Like, like, in other words, I'm not saying people wouldn't do that. I'm asking you, James. I'm buying a dumb car. Like, how far would this reality ha- of people listening? Are you going to be out there? You all right? Yeah, I'm just <laughs> die, Dr. Pepper, man. It's giving me all sorts of belchiness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, help. How how far would you go? So, <laughs> so I it just I've thought about this wow. before. Like, at what point do you go? Mm, I'd say be, I'm just going to buy an old car. I'd rather have a dumb car, man. And just a I dumb just old, just a dumb old donkey. Yeah, and not because I'm pursuing a life of crime. Yeah, I just don't. I don't trust. I don't want people to. I don't. But the problem is, we were talking about this the other night. So my wife, it hadn't really keyed in with her the whole idea that like the the Alexa or whatever it is, the Amazon, yeah, and the Google Home, that they're like hadn't keyed in. The mic is listening all the time, so that it can catch you. Say, I'm like, how else will it know when you say, Hey Alexa, or Hey yes, whatever? Listen, it has to be listening. And she's like, Oh, she just totally freaked her out. Yeah, she yeah. was like, Totally like, I don't, nobody would ever do that. Why? Yeah. I would never have something like that. And I'm like, Hey Siri, and my phone, you know. Perked up. I said, say it to yours. Yeah. Phone sitting on the table and it responds. And I was like, yeah, so you don't have, great, good for you. You don't have the Amazon or you don't have the Google home, but you've got a phone with you that's doing the exact same thing all the time. Yeah. Do you keep it on? Hey, Siri? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I have that sucker off, man. Oh, yeah. You know, and and that's one of those things that I actually... um, you know, when I did the DNA, we'll have a whole, yeah. we'll, we'll do a whole episode on the DNA test and what mm-hmm. the results and, you know, the the ancestry DNA. Yeah, and I yeah. found out that my ancestry is all British yeah. in Ireland, Scotland. And so then I started drinking tea and creaming my tea and doing all the yeah. stuff, drive my wife crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, she's going to be driven crazy just by you bringing the, this up again. The last straw was when I changed all of my phone Voices. Languages, voices, and my Siri to British. British. I see. <laughs> I didn't even know British. you could do that. Yeah. Change accents you can. and stuff like that. You can. So, is there an Oki accent? I don't know. <laughs> well, I doubt it. Mm. So, anyway. So, my Hey Siri, she she responds in yeah. a British accent. Okay. So, question. Back to the question. Could it get to a point where you say, "I'm done. I'm out. I'm I'm going. I'm going to an old car." Well, my car doesn't have any of that stuff in yeah. it. But so I, I do have a, I'm like, I have a 2008 Toyota FJ. It has none of those listening devices. Yeah. But it's irrelevant because I'm carrying this phone with yes, me everywhere that's, that's doing right. the exact same thing. So it's irrelevant whether I'm doing that. But now, is, it, is there a difference between in-cars listening devices and tracking devices, though? Well, I'll tell you. I put a tracking device on my phone. I got an app on my phone. Yeah. That tracks everywhere I go, yes. and I got it as an accountability deal. I got it. It's like, hey, it's pretty cool to see where I'm spending my hours. Yeah. yeah. But I had a guy complain one time to me, like, hey, you don't spend enough time in the office. You don't spend time like that. And I just turned the app over to him and said, yeah, I was I was in the office for seventy hours last week. Yeah. So let me let me create a scenario. So you uh, have someone calling you, um, a uh, uh, the government's calling you for some reason. Yeah. Let's just say it has to do with, uh, um, I don't know what. Yeah. I don't want to create a negative scenario for you. Yeah. So, and you say, hey, I'm actually working right now. Uh, can I talk to you later? Yeah. And their response is, well, according to my computer, you're actually at yeah. Panera. You're not, you're not working. And you say, well, I'm in the middle of a meeting at Panera. Like yeah. At that point, would yeah. you go, I'm done? Oh yeah. Would you? I mean, would uh, you know? What, in other uh, words, I'm saying, what is that line where people are willing to go? I'm out. I don't backtrack. I think a lot of people have it a lot further than me. I don't have a lot of fear about that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. Like, like, all right, fine. So they know where I'm at. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be a pretty boring show for them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tracking me is not yeah. going to be very exciting. But but the so. idea, like the idea of someone saying, like, I can totally get that, where somebody says, I'm buying a 1962. 
uh, Mercury, whatever. Yeah. I don't, that's a car, right? Yeah. Mercury. Grand Marquis. Let's say Grand Marquis. Okay. Mercury was a yeah. Miranda car. Yes. Okay. So anyway. Uh, so, oh, Mercury Grand Marquis. Yeah. I the Merc. Yeah. The Merc, baby. So, and you're like, why are you driving that car? Because I, I don't want any Nobody can track me. In my car. And then someone says, you have an iPhone. You're an idiot. Yeah. But maybe they, uh, but I don't know. Like yeah. even that, like what's the point people go, I'm out. Yeah. I don't know, I don't man. Know. I'm telling you. there's there's Our cars are so smart and... And we're so dumb. I think that's the point where at what point is your car more intelligent than you? Yeah. I mean, we talked about this one of the discussions about the self-driving cars. And so they're actually this year going to license self-driving cars. Like they've logged 140,000 miles with self-driving cars and they've had two minor accidents. Yeah. So like, oh, that's safe enough. Yeah. I mean, log 140,000 miles with you yeah. and see, you know, if you have two small accidents. You know what I mean? I mean, there's, you I know. totally agree with that. When they say, hey, self-driving car had an accident and somebody was killed, I go, well, the, that happens all the time with yeah. regular cars. Like, that's so, not an indictment yeah. on self-driving cars. But but at what point do you go, my car is smarter than me? Yeah. Oh. And that's not a good thing. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. So is your is your car when smarter my, than you? My finger was stuck. Is your in that, car smarter when, when our finger was stuck in the window? <laughs> that car is definitely smarter than you. I don't think I was the smart one. Okay, those. I've got some cool facts for you. Okay, Mister Rogers' Ooh. car was stolen once. Okay, and the thief brought it back when they realized who it the was car Mr. was. Mister Rogers, really? When they figured out it was Mister Rogers' car, they brought it back and apologized. Oh my gosh! How cool is that? You know what? That you, so the answer is be Mister Rogers. Just just put a fake document in there that says I'm Mr. Rogers. It's not alarm system. Mr. It's Rogers car, club. man. It's be Mr. Rogers. A Greek taxi driver has the highest recorded miles in a car. A Greek taxi driver? Yes. Two point nine million miles in one car. Wow. It's on a Mercedes. It's not a Mercedes? No, it's on it was on oh, a Mercedes. Yeah, right. So kudos to Mercedes. Yeah, good job. They donated the car to the museum still running. Really? And gave him a new car. Wow. And so Mercedes like, hey, we want that car. 2.9 million miles on one car. How how does that even recordable? I don't know. But somehow they recorded. I'll tell you something else. This one was a little bit further down. They said that in the, um, let me see, in the IndyCar racing, in IndyCar, in 2006, IndyCar series switched to Honda engines. Okay. Since then, there have been zero IndyCar engine failures. Really? That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good for uh, Honda. For Honda, why isn't that in their advertising? I don't know, man. I'd be like, hey, our car's still running. I'll just let you know. Also, we talked about this in earlier in uh, in where's South Africa. You can uh, legally attach a flamethrower to your car to prevent it from being jacked. <laughs> you, so the idea is, somebody comes up to try to mess with you, you click on the flamethrowers. Yep. You, you can torture a human being to prevent your car from being jacked. Dude, that messes with our self-defense laws. Wow. Yes. That, that's Now, that is stand your ground right there. Yes, it is. <laughs> don't approach the car. Well, I guess they don't have like uh, people that come up and window wash over there. Do you know what the highest, selling, highest selling car, what do you think the highest selling car of all time is? Like a single year make model or yeah. just in general? A, a, a like, car, highest selling car. Highest selling car. You're not gonna get it. Okay, that's what I'm trying to ask. Are you are you asking me for like a, uh, uh, um, a I'm Civic, gonna, I'm like gonna, that kind of thing? I'm gonna give you the answer. Or, no, 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 no. I want to guess. I want to guess. Guess. Or are you talking about like sure. Honda? Yes. Honda Accord, Ford Taurus, whatever. I mean, you're you, okay. So you're letting me know that it's none of those things because I'm not going to guess that. Yes, yeah, you're whatever, Kenny. It doesn't matter because you're not getting this. Hi, okay, highest selling car of all time. Um, let's go with, um, man, something there'd be a lot of everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, so part of me thinks this ma- is going to be a letdown if you just would hurry up and get a mail truck. No, I got to get say this. something. A mail truck. I'm saying something. Say slowly something. talking out loud oh. while I'm trying to figure it out. Just pick High, one. Selling car of all time. Let's go with it's the. Don't say it. Let's go with a a, a jeep. Are you ready for a it? Mail jeep. A mail carrier's jeep. You're wrong. Lawnmower. For, for much of its career. Model T, Model A. For 25 years. Ford F-150. The Little Tykes Red and Yellow Cozy Coupe <laughs> was the highest-selling highest car in America 
outselling both Honda Accord and Ford Taurus, number two and number three. Okay, here's the problem with what you just did, James. <laughs> Other than the fact that it's hilarious. It wasn't for a lack of knowledge. <laughs> I told you you're not going to get it. I said you are not going to get this. There's yeah. no way. You, and you At that point, you you should, and I said like, Honda Accord and Ford Taurus. At that point, you should have known nobody outsells those. Think, think, something, more, think something more than just the kind you would say. Nothing outsells the most durable car of all time, the Honda Accord, and the cheapest car of all time, the Ford Taurus. <laughs> Most highly mass-produced junker of all time. All right. I don't feel bad getting that wrong, I guess. 75% of the cars that Rolls-Royce has ever produced are still on the road. 75%. You think it's because they sit in garages and people don't drive yeah. very much? Yeah. You pay $250,000 for a car, you ain't going to drive it. Because there's a comedians in cars where I think they're <clears> driving a Rolls-Royce, yeah. and it's a ter- and, and Seinfeld says it's a terrible car. It's a it's, nice living room, but it's a terrible yeah, car. Yeah, that's right. That's it's not fun to drive in. Okay. We talked about this. So I'm going to... Bridget Driscoll received instant notoriety when she stepped off the curb and into history on August 17, 1896. Mrs. Driscoll, a 44-year-old housewife who was traveling from Old Town Croydon a folk, to a folk dancing display in the Crystal Palace. That would be a display. Became the first pedestrian in the UK to be killed by a car. Mm. She was hit by a demonstration car traveling... At four miles an hour. Four miles an hour. Like in a parking garage. She died within minutes of receiving a head injury. Oh, my God. And my question is, and, and I really want to test this. I mean, I'm going to go out in the parking lot. I'm going to drive four miles an hour. I want to see if you can avoid me. No, I think I think I can because I'd just stay inside. Like, <laughs> I'd be pretty easy to avoid you. Like, <laughs> how, do you how do you not step left or right? Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I'm not sure. Four mile an hour seems and relatively what year was slow. that again? 1896. Okay, so here's my question. At four miles an hour, would this have been like the dude had the pedal to the metal? He was on it, baby. He was on it. like his, Full on. Like the skin on his face was being pulled back. He was like, get out of the way. He's got that come. mean look. He's got the death grip on the white knuckling, just glare, <laughs> staring her down. This is like what you see in a, in a TV show today where they turn the lights on, take off, and they run them down the street. So this was like this was like a freak accident. Yes. So this was like somebody bumped into her. She fell over and hit her head and died from a head yeah. injury. That yeah. it's it's that kind of thing. It had to have been a bump. Yeah. It couldn't have been more than a bump at four miles an hour. No. Well, I don't know. I don't know what four miles an hour does, but I can't imagine it's a lot. If, I mean, you could run over somebody if they just stayed there and laid down. I guess. I mean, I, I kind of feel weird making jokes. I don't is this can we make this funny? This is not funny. Yes, it is. Four miles an hour. I mean Seriously. I don't know. I think my grandma could dodge four mile an hour. <laughs> She's been dead for seven no, years. Don't say, it. <laughs> don't say it, James. Oh, my gosh. Grandma was slow, but she was old. Come on. Uh, okay, the ignition on all there Porsches. There are jokes for this, but I'm not sure. I'm Can you sorry. joke about someone I don't dying? Know. The ignition I on guess. Porsches are on the left side. Get Did out you know way. that? What? All Porsches have the ignition on the left side. I didn't know that. The reason is... Goes back to the racing days. Okay. You could start it and shift it in gear simultaneously, wow. and it would save you a fraction of a second. Hmm. So they just kept it that way. When my fraction, they keep all the cars that way. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. Left side, man. Oh, that messed me. Left up. side. I'd be over there trying to. I'd be pushing it, trying to hit my high beams or something. I think that's where the high uh, the high beams are on my car over on that side. Uh, let's see uh, a few more here. Uh, Nineteen forty one. Oh wait, sorry, that's not the one I was looking for. In in uh, oh, where was that? I, Man, oh, first car to ever use a rearview mirror was in a IndyCar race. Oh, I went to the a Little Tykes one in two thousand. Holding us hostage, man. In two thousand seven, a twenty-year-old Florida kid named Ryan Holly was sentenced to life without parole for lending his car to a friend, who then murdered an eighteen-year-old girl. What year was this again? Nineteen or two thousand seven. A he loaned kid. his car. Loaned his car to a, another kid. The kid went out and killed an 18-year-old girl, and he was given life without parole for loaning his car. Don't loan your car to killers. Man, that's Dude. a good point. I would say there had to. I was thinking yeah, about this. And I was thinking, there, he had to have known his friend was going to go do something yeah. with it. Like, you just don't get life of parole. Hey, can I borrow your car? Sure. Yeah, I think there's got to be some kind of knowledge Yeah, it had to be there. something more there. But you, but you would hope it was at least just negligent knowledge. 
Yeah. Like not thinking the guy was serious. Like, yeah. Okay, last oh, one. Oh, man. Oh, hold on a second. Wait, I'm done with that one. If you notice the amount of death that you've introduced girl, in this podcast. 18-year-old girl was killed. I don't want to talk death. about that anymore. Death. Lots of death, James. Now let's talk about the Grapes of Wrath. Uh, the Soviet Union allowed theaters to play the Grapes of Wrath because of its depiction of the plight of the poor under capitalism. Mm. However, it was later withdrawn because Russian audiences were amazed that even the poorest Americans could still... Afford a car. <laughs> it backfired. It backfired. Their communist plot backfired. Tear down that wall. Mr. Gorbachev. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down uh, this wall. Like how do poor people over there still afford an automobile? That's what their deal was. Do you remember when Oprah Winfrey gave her whole audience cars? Yeah. Do you know if those weren't free? Yeah. Well, they were free. No, they weren't. Yes, they, they were. No, it still cost them $6,000 yeah, in taxes, in taxes and, and, and titles. But it was a free car. Yeah. Pay my, I mean, come on. She's, she, she, she's almost as rich as God. She should surely pay. She, she should, could surely buy the cars and the tax. Here's the deal, though. People complained about that. Exactly. They complained And they should have. No, they should not if have. If you're going to give me a free car, give no. me a free car. No, I don't Don't say it. it's a free car. Like, here's the deal. Somebody just gave you a $50,000 car. Let's just say that's what it was. Okay? Somebody just gave you a $50,000 car. It has $6,000 in taxes that you've got to pay on it. That's not a free car. I don't have $6,000. The end result is, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to sell that car for $40,000. And, and they did. And Oprah Winfrey just gave me $34,000. That's not Thank even you, Oprah. accurate at all. That's the way it should be. I like, I like the narrative that says Oprah cheaped out and didn't go ahead and make it yes. completely free. The narrative should be she spent tens of thousands of dollars on every person in their audience to have a Pontiac. And that, it reflects Thanks. her cheapness. Thanks for nothing, cheapo. Her cheapness. Pay for my tag, Oprah. Oh, my goodness. It wouldn't even been pocket change for her. Seriously, you come loved, on. You loved every minute of that. You don't like Oprah, do you? Uh, it's, it's not about Oprah. It's about cars. And it has nothing to do with the cars. This is not about Oprah. It's about the cars. You did not like Oprah, and that car thing just made <laughs> you think. This is perfect. Okay, good. I needed ammo because there's absolutely no other reason why I should dislike Oprah as a human being. Oh, there's a, no, no, there's not, not. No, that's not. Not true. a good reason to dislike no, Oprah that's as not a human true. being. That is not true. We'll no no save it for the next podcast. No, no, no. We will have a no. discussion in the next podcast. No. Oprah Winfrey. Well, I'll be more than happy to you have this. Would in not the next apply podcast. that same standard to someone else and still dislike nope. them. Oh, are you kidding me? That's, I'm just telling you. I did. I read it. The article. I didn't make that up. No, I, but I'm just saying in general. I'm telling you. I'm sitting here reading the article, and you're turning this against me. The reason don't you, turn this against me. The reason you dislike. Hey, listen. Oprah. You had your moment a couple weeks ago with the shopping deal. This you're not going to have another moment. I'm having a moment. Don't try to create a moment because I could tell you don't like Oprah Winfrey. That has nothing. I, I didn't write the article. Yeah, it says right here number three. That article. when Oprah gave the audience cars and back in 2004 they weren't totally free. Okay, I read those words. I didn't say those words. I didn't make those words up. No, I know, but that article didn't say. James, don't like Oprah Winfrey. You don't like Oprah Winfrey. It has nothing to do with that, though. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, why don't you like Oprah Winfrey? We'll have that discussion another time. And, and, it, and I bet you don't apply that to other people. What? I bet that's standard. You, like, I think people hold Oprah Winfrey to a higher standard than they hold other people. Well, to whom much is given, much is required. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I think she's a, with decent, much, human, with she's much, a decent human being. I don't have any reason to think she's not a decent human being. We'll have a discussion another time. We are not we're having, I promise you, we're not having an Oprah Winfrey podcast. Well, that, we could do an Oprah Winfrey podcast. We could a daytime TV podcast. Yeah. I don't like everything Oprah Winfrey says, I'll say that. Yeah. But I'm tearing up about Oprah Winfrey right now. All right, cars. You got anything else about cars? I don't. You've run the show for me. There's some research being done on laser technology. How long is this podcast? Surely this can be over it's, right now. So far, it's about three hours. Ugh. Um, laser technology involves uh, that actually will allow um, uh, for using lasers to see around corners. Spit it out. Spit it out, Porky. You get this? Are you getting this? Lasers. So this laser technology has the ability to, for you to put an object on the other side right. of a wall. And it can see around for it. For it to see around that wall yeah. and report back and tell you what's, what's in there, which is going to be used. I have a better option. Yeah. Don't drive to the wall. No, so it's going to, for driverless cars is its point. Driverless cars don't drive through walls. But the idea is Stop driverless cars. Stop when you get to the wall. If it doesn't have, matter what's on the other side. No, if they have the other idea, to see, the, idea the ability to see around a corner. So they can well, know what's coming up. that's different than a wall. Up. 
Oh, That's not what you said. A wall. The point is an obstacle. It's it's of no use to a wall because you should stop before you get to the wall. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. Your point is invalid. No, it's and rid- not. And you're calling me ridiculous. The experiment was, the, the could this laser is, see around a, an obstacle? It can obstacle. see around a wall. So what? Stop it, before you get to the wall. It Even smart cars knows not to go through the wall. Oh, my goodness. I told somebody this week I got more mad at you last week than I normally do. You know what would be awesome? And I feel like it was this exact kind of situation. Can I tell you what I'm visualizing right now? Your fingers stuck in a door <laughs> of a self-driving car <laughs> going down the street. So hey, we're getting off topic. Anyway, back to Oprah. Well, we're talking about self-driving cars and your oh, fingers stuck in right. and... That's right. Laser technology is being is tr- being produced in order to make self-driving cars more. Yeah. Because one we, of the down places they can't they can't kind of deal with what's coming around corners. Yeah, we may have to have another podcast to include some more car stories because no. we, we've got some more stuff we need to talk about with cars. There's no. some things coming down the pipe we need to talk about. Yeah, I think maybe down way down the pipe, but I think we stretched it just I mean, we're talking about whether you like Opal Winfrey right now. We we should probably start our show with don't try this at home with your friends. <laughs> You better check your friendship before you do a podcast with them. You better know, you better know 25 years in that no matter what you say, this friendship's going to last. This is, I just want people to know the kind of stuff we're saying to each other and how we're handling situations. This is not the first time we've done this. This is not, this is not abnormal. This is this not Abby normal at all. This is, we do this and laugh about it and move on. Yeah. Okay, and, and and we we started talking about friendships, and we probably still need to have a conversation yeah. uh, podcast about friendships because people need to know this really is we do talk to each other like this, and it doesn't affect our friendship. No, we're good with it. Yeah, so we're handling. We know we like each other. Yeah, that's exactly right, that, and that's the end of it. So, because so. so, never never has anything gone wrong like this in relationships through doing <laughs> working together. <laughs> There's never been any breakups. Oh, never the Beatles. Has, never has friends. <laughs> Never has friendships gone wrong. I swear, if I meet anybody named Yoko for <laughs> our done. friendship, I'm having We're nothing done. to do with it. We're out. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to. No Yokos yeah, or no, Onos. Sorry. Somebody says, hello, my name's Yoko. I'm a salesman. For, Bye. I can't talk to you anymore. My friend says no. All right. I appreciate you, James. Hey. Have a great day. See you. Hi, GB&G podcast listeners. Uh, we actually added some Oprah Winfrey arguments to the end. So if you hang around after I'm talking right now, you get to hear some, hear some of the cuts of me and James arguing about Oprah Winfrey. Enjoy. We weren't. You were. You brought up that you didn't like talking. Did I did you, not. You weren't a fan of tech, Oprah Winfrey. No, you brought that up. No, I'm pretty sure. Wait, 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 wait. I'll rewind. James, you're reading that because you don't like Oprah. You have a self dangerous Oprah. Oprah's a good person. I think she's a decent person and you don't like her. No, no, no. The only reason you brought that up, James, because you don't like her. <laughs> no, that's not what I said. All I did was read what an article said and you immediately started attacking me saying, I don't like Oprah. No, I, I just read the article. I get the feeling like you don't like Oprah. Why wouldn't you like Oprah? Because she didn't pay for the car. She didn't pay for the car. She didn't pay for the tax, too. <laughs> but she cheaped other- out. Okay. Uh, if saying, I give you a Christmas present and you still have to pay for a portion of that present, have I really given you a gift? Okay. No. If, answer's no. Don't even think about it. <laughs> Whatever you're going to say, no. The answer's no. If I give you a gift and you still have to pay for a portion of that gift, the answer's no. I haven't given you a gift. I've only given you a portion of the gift. I got you. Okay. So let That's me my you. only point. It has nothing to do with whether I like Oprah or not. Don't bring up whether I like Oprah. Would you give? Don't bring up whether I'm I like Oprah. Up Oprah. Would you give somebody a remote controlled car for Christmas? What kind of car? Like the like the RC? Yeah. Type? Would you give that as a present? Yeah, but I'd give all of it. I wouldn't make them pay taxes on it. Here's your present. You have to pay the sales tax. Go back to the store and pay your sales but tax you're now. You're fully aware that they are going to have to pump a lot of battery dollars into that thing. That's not even close to the same. Why not? No, that's like saying no. That's like saying gas. Yep. Yeah. Uh, See. Bingo. Yeah, but it still cost. So that's not the same. Like, what if they'd come no, back and no, say, the, No, the analogy is exactly this. If I give you an RC car and I say, I hope you enjoy it, but first you've got to go down to the store and pay the sales tax.
enjoy your car. But you don't. Pay your sales tax. You don't have to do that. I know because when I give you a gift, I give you the whole thing you and not like a portion a of it. I give you a portion of it. But ultimately, they got a Oprah gift. Oprah cheaped out. That's it was the end free. of it. But that's true of any gift, right? If she'd have given any gift over a certain amount, they would have had to pay tax on it, right? I don't know. I think she normally think pays for the taxes of it. I think that's the way it normally works. I think normally if she buys a buys a gift, she's paying for the sales tax. So if somebody, a car would be the only thing that would be that would not fit in that category, right? When, well, an object because there's no inher- I mean, you don't have cash. Like and if we have gave jumped you the shark here. We this are be way off on. topic. To be added on. This will be the bonus material yeah. to this episode. I have reasons that I don't like things about. Oh, I like things that Oprah says, but I just I've I have a hard time. Uh, unless somebody knows some behind-the-scenes stuff, I think she's a pretty decent person. That has nothing to do with whether she actually paid for the full gift or not. Yeah, but you're making it sound like she's just like, she she cheaped out on it, like it was an intentional thing. It is an intentional thing. <laughs> if I buy you a gift and I make you pay for the sales tax on it, you're going to be like, well, James got me this, but crap, he did I mean, I got to go pay for the sales tax now. Thanks, James. Thanks for part of the gift. Really? You think that's how you approach that? Pat yourself on the back, big boy. Thanks for the partial gift. If you rolled in with a Saab Turbo and handed it over to me. It doesn't matter the amount. It doesn't matter what the gift is. I know. And you said, Kenny, I bought this for you. I want you to have it. Let me tell you something. I'd be like, wow. That'd be like me buying you an RC car, her buying her audience an actual Pontiac. It'd be like me buying you an RC Pontiac and me saying, hey, you go. Or better yet, me buying you a Hot Wheels. And go, by the way, you got to go pay $5 in sales tax on that thing. Yeah. Here's your collector's Hot Wheels. You got to put the tax on it. I just good luck. I Enjoy just it. I think it's still a gift, an honest, sincere gift. Like, I don't know why there, she got all this. No, criticism. it's not. First off, it's a PR stunt. Let's <laughs> let's call it what it is. It's not a gift. It's a PR stunt. Okay, that's all it is. All right, and let's but leave it at that. Here's the other thing. It's a PR stunt. People try with all their effort. She's trying to race. To the, show up at that one. She's trying to race who she really is. Oh, uh, see, I know. <laughs> She's trying to race the reality of who she is. She's just a Jerry Springer with a lot of money. Who's very generous. Who seems generous. She's partially generous. She's not completely generous. Oh, my gosh. That is so ridiculous. (laughs) I just can't even. I I don't get that. Like, you got a car. You got a car. If you can't afford the taxes, sell the car. She can, though. Oh, my God. She could have afforded the taxes. It's, that's not the All point. she had to do was give a full gift and not a partial gift, and then this would have been a non-issue. Okay. You go to who wants to be a millionaire. Hey, let me tell you something. I'm going to give you a gift, and I'm going to brag to everybody about how the gift I gave you, the generous gift I gave you, but you still had to pay for a third of it. Okay. It's not really a gift. Here's my scenario. You go on who wants to be a millionaire. I don't care. You answer the last question. I'm really done with this. You answer the last I question. I just don't care. And you get the million I'm dollars. right. You're wrong. And then I have my opinion. And then Kenny, they I'm cut you a to check. my opinion. They cut you a check for I have a right to have an opinion without you I know. Just forcing listen. yours upon I'm me. I'm not forcing it. I'm just saying. They cut you a check for $600,000. Ever since I brought up Oprah, right. you've been trying to force feed me this that Oprah is good. It's not that you brought Oprah up. It's that what you said. Like, I could tell. And I'm going to look at the tape. Like I, oh, you're going to listen to tape all right. I know. I didn't say anything, but read the stupid article, and you start going, oh, it's because you don't like Oprah. Oh, it's because you don't like Oprah. This must be a you're an Oprah hater. No, I didn't say that, but I could tell. I could tell. You had an agenda. Do you or do you not like Oprah? That has nothing to do with that, what I read. <laughs> no. You turned it into that. No, I know. I'm you're the saying, one that turned it into that. I don't that. know why she was so maligned because of what she did. I'm just reading the article, man. Get me some slack here, you jack wagon. Why was she maligned? Oh, my gosh. Oh. I don't know. I don't care. I didn't write it. <laughs> God. You, man. <laughs> God bless you, Gina Myers. You are an angel. <laughs> you're an angel among women. I have so much respect for you. And whatever I had before, it's multiplied by 10,000. This guy is infuriating. All right. Hey, by the way, uh, <laughs> you, can, you can join my Oprah Winfrey fan club at www.kennylovesoprahwinfrey. You can join my Oprah Winfrey, not a fan club. <laughs> you can be the initial, initial member of my I Hate Kenny Club. <laughs> Don't say hate. Okay. Frustrated. My, I'm not a fan of Kenny Club <laughs> and, and what the feedback's going to be on this one. I, I'm, we will probably, I'm just going to say this. It's probably have to be a two-segment. No, we will probably, I will probably cut out a lot of the Oprah Winfrey stuff 
and add it at the end. Like if you want to keep listening to yeah. us, cool. here's the bonus material. <laughs> That's a decent Good way. Good luck. We could do that. I don't right? know. Whatever you want to do, I don't you, care. You got to get going, don't you? Yeah, I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any feelings about it right now. All right. You've, All right. you, you've wounded me deeply. <laughs> I mean, last week it wasn't bad enough. That last week you had to be like. In our devotion, I'm like, would you ask, tell your kids to ask my advice on anything? You're like, no, there's no, there's absolutely nothing I would ever send my kids to you for advice that's on. That's what I said. Ever. That's, that's what I said. You, you I said. ask it again. I'm like, well, there's there's nothing. No. And then I ask it, and I listen to it. I ask it again at the end of the podcast, and you still were like, yeah, there's, I got nothing. <laughs> you said the words, I've got nothing. I can't think of anything. I'm, I'm being You're honest. You're hurtful. At what point? What is that thing that it said? Ask me. I would. I my gut reaction would say, call anybody other than me and my wife. Evidently, you your gut reaction is call anybody but James. <laughs> no. Go to listen, daughters of mine. Don't go to my best friend. No, don't ask that guy anything. <laughs> he has no advice for you. Let me just say, we were talking about wisdom. Have I sent my kids to you for we, advice? You have said, hey, you should talk to Kenny about that. We were talking about wisdom, and I thought you were framing it like, what is something that you would kind of feel like, maybe I shouldn't answer this question, that I should send them to someone else? And I was thinking of just kids coming to parents for wisdom, and I have daughters, and I thought, well, I'd send them to my wife, I guess. At what point do you just look me in the eye and go, you know what? I hurt you, and I'm sorry. You don't, so have, then, you don't have to justify yourself every freaking time, Myers. I'm going to get to that. Every time. <laughs> I'm going to get to that. After I justify myself, I'll get to my apology. Let me tell you why my apology is invalid. But, I'm going to invalidate <laughs> it before I even say it. But in the midst of... Say your apology before you invalidate it. Okay. There are things that I would say, hey, James could probably have some... Too late. That. Too late. Okay, I don't care. Me, Not me, too late. But too let, late. Me just, let me just go back and just say that when I... <laughs> When I said, I can't think of anything, I still thought we were on the topic of wisdom. I know. That's the point. And you said, what about if they wanted to know how to frame a house? That's the only thing I could think of at that time. I was a little, I was a little, I was a little weak sauce on that one, too. I got to confess. Yeah, I, 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 I got to own that one. I was oh. a little weak sauce on that. Oh, I get, you, you understand why how to frame a house would not have popped up on my radar. I don't know why I would not thought of popping up on your radar. It's hurtful. It mean, I am mean sorry, individual. man. And the other thing I have to say is I did look it up, and it is uh, USC that um, Dallas Willard was at. And I I misspoke. I was thinking philosophy, and I said psychology. But he was a a professor of uh, philosophy and um, theology. Yeah. That was his high points. And I I have a correction to make. Sometimes I can be a jerk to James. I have a correction to make. A lot of times (laughs) he's intentionally a jerk to James. (laughs) And sometimes I can be rude and interrupt a lot. Oh, my God. And I apologize. This should hey, be an interesting one. 